0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Latinx Podcast. I'm Brandon Wong, your host for today's show. And today we're going to be talking about an extremely important issue um, that means a lot to many people within the Latinx community in general and also has some implications globally. Um, and that is the idea of colorism. Right or in particular, blanqueamiento. And when most people think about racism and colorism, the main things they they tend to go to is the majority race in power, particularly in the United States, um, white people. But there is also. Very interesting nuances amongst different countries um who have different ideologies and opinions as it relates to race and while some of those things lead ultimately back to your Euro- a European ancestry like most racism that we see um despite um leaving colonialism and despite being independent states, a lot of these kind of racist or colorist kind of mentalities still persist today in um, Mexico or other Latin American countries. Today, we're really going to focus on Mexico. And I have a great, uh, you know, a great few segments of interview uh, segments with my friend um, Diego who is in Mexico City, um, and he's going to give us some perspectives on what he sees as racial tensions um, and some specific things that he's called out as a Misteco Mexican in Mexico. But first, I want to talk a little bit about what blanqueamiento is. So... Literally, from definition, just looking it up on Google, you can clearly see Um, There's many different ways of saying it, but it's generally just whitening, right? And um, it's a social, political, and economic practice that is used in many post-colonial countries in the Americas and Oceania. To improve the race, essentially, um, the that topic we'll talk about a little bit. Mejorar la raza is very important in in the in the Latin American community, and it's commonly used and heard still today. But it's basically um, putting everything towards this kind of centralized. Appreciation of whiteness, right, in Latin America, and using that as a distinguishing characteristic to show how well off someone will be, um, and of course, as as I mentioned in that definition, it's going to include economic status, social status, political status, and generally as it relates to the countries, and we'll see, you know, how that kind of relates as we um go further into the interview segments that i have available with diego um so let's get right on in and we'll start out with the first set now starting off with our first little segment that i want to play for you guys um we will see that um diego breaks down um the Mexican races, right? So, just as in America, we have different races. The same applies for Latin American countries. So let's see what he's, he has to tell us about the different races, um, in Mexico. In Mexico, well,
1: México tiene cuántos razas y cuál el
2: todos de las, las razas México. Bueno, aquí hay personas blancas, hay personas morenas, hay personas que también se consideran como indígenas. Eh, Aquí también tenemos extranjeros, también tenemos personas de otros lugares, como de eh, Guatemala, de países del sur como Brasil, tenemos argentinos... Tenemos colombianos, he visto muchos colombianos últimamente. Tenemos también amigos que nos visitan de países como Perú. También de países de Venezuela, también he visto venezolanos. Y, por supuesto, países de Estados Unidos, países que vienen de Estados Unidos
0: so as you can see there's a ton of different races that they would consider or, or groups that what they would consider races within themselves coming from other countries and other cultures um and we began to kind of see the basic structure there for how um you know, these kind of socialized groups or social class groups start to be born, right? But the major things that we want to look at, particularly as it relates to Mexico, um, is that we have um, white white sickens, which is a popular phrase we're using now, which are uh, European descent or Spaniard uh, descent, um, kind of pure blood Spaniards who are now Mexican. We then have that next category, which is Mistecos, um, which is, um, a part of Diego's group, which would be mixed, right? So you have some Spanish blood. You may have some, um, black or African American or African blood, um, as well as indigenous together with Spaniard blood. And they would be referred to as Mistecos. And then you have also, um, the indigenous people. So we have, you know, the people who are natively from Mexico, the Aztecs, the Mayans, all of the other wonderful tribes that you had originally before Spanish conquest. So let's get into a little bit about, you know, what are some of the issues maybe they face uh, per group and what advantages, if any, any particular group has.
1: ¿Y qué raza es más eh, exitosa
2: en México? La raza, Bueno, aquí hoy en día hay una palabra muy sonada que se conoce como White Mexican, el mexicano con tez blanca. Ellos oh, son sí. los que, digamos, tienen un poco más de dinero, tienen sí. más wow, oportunidades. Pueden, hacer, pueden tener acceso a una mejor educación. Wow, ¿Y, y ¿por qué te
1: crees como eso? Porque yo creo que eso es, es más mestecos en México de los blancos. Los blancos, yo creo, es un pequeño parte de México, ¿verdad? Like por ciento y por por ciento, ¿qué por, por ciento? Yo creo que ese blanquitos es 10%.
2: 30% de México. Es un porcentaje, no tengo el dato correcto, pero sí. Sí es un porcentaje bajo en comparación con todos los demás que somos de una tez un poco más morena. Sí. And so
0: And so as you can see there right away we he gives a clear identification of what is the superior race or considered the superior race or the most well-off race in Mexico. And as you may have all guessed sitting at home, it would be those Wexicans, right? Or white Mexicans that have that major full Spanish descent, but now are Mexican for all intents and purposes. Um, And as you may have heard him say, they have the most money. And they have the most opportunities in Mexico, despite the fact that they only make up a small uh, percentage of the actual population. The majority race in this case would actually be mistecos, or as he mentioned, um, blacks, you know, people with darker skin. And so it's an interesting dynamic to see because like, unlike in the United States, where white people are the majority race and they also are the most well-off, Mexico kind of takes this like changed approach to it where um, the minority race actually is more dominant. But again, we see the same connection of whiter skin equaling better opportunities. And it creates this level of social classes um, within the country. So let's take a look at what else Diego um, talks about um, when we start talking about the the colors, white skin, and particularly that topic that I brought up in the beginning of the podcast, um, mejorar uh, la raza.
2: el jefe, uh-huh. el jefe, el jefe uh-huh. sí. es
1: blanco solamente siempre siempre va blanco Con chino. no puede ver o oh, chino <risa> <risa>
2: uh-huh. <risa> y, y, y todos los demás somos de tez morena uh-huh. y el y esto y con esto los demás lo ven diferente por ser blanco lo tienen acá aquí si a ti te ven con otro color te ponen aquí
0: wow so as you can see Again, we go into further clarification here and we're he's Diego is expressing that, again, uh, w- there's a standard and there's a specific really laid out level of where people are. So you have the whites at the top and you couldn't see the video that we were doing on our Zoom call because it's obviously through audio, but he was forming out with his hands who's at the top. You know, and it's basically white people and Mestecos and keep he keeps going down the list of the races with whites being at the top and getting the most services. But now let's peer a little bit more into this kind of joking era of how that phrase that I mentioned, uh, mejorar uh, la raza, is put into play. And we see it in a special personal experience from Diego's family. In Mexico, también tiene
1: esta frase. La frase, um, me, mejorar la raza. Mejorar la raza. Oh, okay. Sí. <laughs> ¿Te, te crees es un frase muy común or uh, Muy normal en México.
2: De hecho, cuando tú, por por ejemplo, en mi caso, como broma, like a joke, mis padres dicen, busca una novia más blanquita. (risas) Ah,
1: Pero tú dices, es una broma. Pero pero sí. yo yo pienso es, es cierto muchos mucha gente quiere eso yo creo yo creo los padres quieren you know un, un hijo un hija uh,
2: marido con un blanquito exacto verdad ellos quieren que que mejoren la raza que que sea que tu que tu hijo your son your children yeah. uh, tengan una piel más clara porque saben que los van a tratar mejor mm, y, y yo creo que eso es porque ellos pienso y,
1: y si tu hijo es más blanca el él, él pueden acceso más y oportunidad eh,
2: oportunidades en México sí sí porque aquí en México Te juzgan, te te ven mucho cómo eres, porque es lo que van a proyectar para un por ejemplo para trabajar. Si tú vienes con una camisa, una corbata y a tu lado está otra persona con la misma camisa, la misma corbata, pero aparte es blanco. Y es más alto, y aparte, is a handsome boy, a, a, a beautiful girl. ¿Quién, ¿A quién crees que van a contratar?
0: And as you can see there, very plainly laid out, you know, mejorar la raza is very important for a lot of families in Mexico. You know, even amongst the mesteco branch of 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 people as well, and Mexico is generally very known for its really proud heritage of of indigenous people and the Aztecs and Mayans and all of the great tribes in Mexico, but even still then you still at the same time have some minor levels of this blanquimiento, or this ability to really whiten the population, simply because they see that services are better for people who are white or have fairer skin, and they see that they fare a little bit better than the rest of the population. Um, even access to banking loans or business loans and cars, buying houses, um, what they see on television. Everything is kind of centered around this, you know, beautiful complex, you know, of of white being the best, right? And it's so unfortunate, but so similar to what we experience here, Um And I just found it extremely interesting to kind of talk to Diego and kind of get his perspective on this as well and see how things are similar and at the same time a bit different. Um, But this topic is so broad and we can talk forever about this topic. Uh, And I certainly would love to continue to expand on this more and more. And I feel this is a great opportunity to, you know, branch off on more. And I'm sure I'll do more podcasts with this. But for now, this is all we have for today. I thank you all so much for tuning into my podcast. And I hope you got something educational out of this, as always. And I'd love to tell all of you, thank you. And stay safe. Have a great day.